right. Well, here we go. Uh, here we go with what, you might ask? Why, it's the Enemy Slime Podcast, of course. I'm your usual host, Jared. I am joined today by Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Yeah, it's me. I have Mr. Doug Wilson. Hey, what's up? Got my good friend, Mr. Michael Mahoney. The biggest and best BM. Mm-hmm. The greatest and the uh, greatest and latest. Uh, Michael, you have brought a little friend that you found. Uh, actually, he's regular size, but introducing Jesse Butler. Nice to meet you. Excellent work, Jesse. Uh, Jesse's going to join us for our adventure today. Lucio is, I believe, in Argentina. I really shouldn't have even revealed that much, because what if someone was stalking him? Yeah. And now I just gave them his uh, location. They found him now. was just repulsed by the idea of knowing where he is. He's also not at his house, so now would be the time to break in. He, yes. He's the Latino guy that is posting images on his of his food on Facebook, if that narrows it down. <laughs> yeah, you'll find him. You'll be able to track him down. <laughs> All we're saying is that there's an expensive stereo somewhere near Lucio's house that's unguarded right now. So, um, how do we want to uh, jump back into our adventure this week? Uh, do we want to? Do we need to like reintroduce our characters? Are we just assuming everybody knows who we are at this point, with the exception of Jesse, of course? You know, why don't we do a quick recap? We'll introduce Jesse's character, and then we can use that to springboard into a couple changes that we made and get going. Is the are there are our previous adventures relevant to us, or do we not need to really bother with that? No need to recap those. Um, if you're interested, go back and listen to the previous episodes. But uh, yeah, God, there's a bunch of great episodes that you haven't heard if you if you're just starting here. But you know what? This I mean, is good. You're starting with a new beginning. Uh, I guess if you haven't heard the uh, the, the saga of the checkered knight, there's going to be a few references you may not get. So maybe go back and listen to those. Believe look, me, look they're golden. Look at that. We're building up a lore. That's right. All right. Well, uh, I'll start then. Uh, my name is Mash. I am a brown Carhu. Uh, uh, known for my powerful claws and friendly demeanor. Um, love stakeouts. Love stakeouts. Uh, that wasn't something that we planned. It just sort of happened. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that, that's me, Mash. You don't plan out your personality, Jared. Just becomes. Mm, that's true. You 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 know you never pick what you want. Uh, you pick what you need. That's right, as they say. Doug, tell us who you are. Hey, my name is Boss of Basswood, and I'm here to say I hate inferior wood. Hey, hey, hey. In a major way. In a major way. There you go. That was That's pretty all good. you really need to know. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Balsa. Uh, Jay, would you like to tell us about Kim Jelly? Yeah, Kim Jelly is a uh, brown fay. And uh, he comes from the mysterious bay lands to the east. Tell me a little bit about uh, Kim Jelly's inventory here. He's holding a medallion. Uh, he- He's, he's holding a medallion. He's got like a little piece of checkered cloth wrapped around his sword. And uh, he has some sword that belonged to some lady knight, if I recall correctly. Yeah, we didn't write that in here, so we need to fix that. Um, uh, cool ghost lady sword. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's back in your inventory. You're set. That's how I wrote it in my notes. All right, good deal. Uh, what, how are we writing Nix Rivera out of the story? Where'd he go? You'll see. Don't worry. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Uh, and then Jesse, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, yourself? Uh, sure. I'm playing Dovavin Falcone. He is from a family of rope makers, also part magpie. And I fooled you twice because he's not a dove, nor is he a falcon. He's a thief. What? Yeah. So Jesse, you know, part of a good podcast is trust. So starting us out on deception isn't really a good way to establish those bonds. <laughs> That's fine. I'm expendable anyway. Boy, you're certainly making yourself that way. That's a defeatist attitude, I think. 
By the nice way, to you, meet you. Make sure you choke yeah. up on that mic just a little yeah. bit, and I can you can move it and adjust it however however you please. To uh, that's what he said. It should be close enough that if this was a conversation at work, you'd be getting a talking to afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Like if 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 this was a lovely lady right here, uh, you should be making her so uncomfortable. Oh, I'm good at that. There you go. <laughs> that's the spirit. That was it, though. That was it. That was the the range that I was looking for. Um, and actually, you know what I can do if I can figure out which one's you. Hmm. He's that guy. No, I know that. I believe it's a second, but Jesus I'll just sit a little closer. Well, here, actually, just just talk a little bit. All right, how's that? Oh yeah, all right, okay. I can compensate for you just a tiny bit. Um, all right. So anyway, let's carry on with our grand adventure. All right. So tonight's going to be a little uh, format breaking. So I had an adventure planned up, and I was uh, sitting at a restaurant tonight getting some dinner before the game, and I thought, you know, my adventure is good, but I had an idea. And it's basically just an adventure hook. But the adventure hook tickled me so much, I decided, why don't we run with this? So the thing about that is, I've got the intro. I've got nothing else. So I'm going to be throwing to the party a couple times to have them make some decisions on the spot. You're going to dictate a little bit about the world as we go forward. So Like Mad Libs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm good at those. Do you, uh, Noun. Uh, cat. Other way around. Yeah, there you go. There you All go. All right, well, great. We're now off. you're mad living with the best of them. We're off to a hell of a start. So, um, oh, also, we have uh, made a couple of alterations to game mechanics. So something we've talked about is that combat in Tiny Dungeon is a little, uh, a little underwhelming, especially when we're trying to do this over a podcast. So we've made a couple of changes to the way that damage is done. Uh, we've upped everybody's hit points. People will be taking more damage. We'll get into how that plays out as it happens, but uh, just something to be aware of. And um, I think that is it. All right. Did you test oh. the damage thing? Or are we improving that as well? Uh, we're we're going to find out when one of us bites the dust super <laughs> early. Um, maybe there will be a character who can resurrect uh, fallen comrades if this goes poorly. Or if it's super uninteresting. Well, our doctor's I don't, gone. I don't so just that. keep that in mind. Yeah, that's true. I, I, you don't have a heal. We didn't I have can't a... resurrect anybody, but I could certainly make their corpse invisible. Well, hey, that, there we go. That sounds pretty That's useful. basically the same thing. Problem solved. Yeah, I mean, it, it at least takes care of some of like the unpleasantries that surround having bodies lying around. So, I, all right, I'm on board. All right, it sounds like we're all ready for. But a... but Jay is right. We should be cautious, as our healer is in Argentina. Yes. Or wherever. Which is a land that we made up. For right. This yeah. A mythical land of. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a from far, the tiny dungeon world. It's a faraway place. Anyhow, with that, I give you. Danger in New Jacksonburg. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Exactly. I'm not All even going right. to need to add music in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so glad Doug could join us again. All right, so we rejoined the party after their last adventure. The party's dear friend, Dr. Nix Riviera, has been sentenced to two months in prison for malpractice. But since you were already in the town of Old Smithtown, you decided, you know, we're just down the river from New Jacksonburg home of famed debaucheries and a, uh, a favorite spot of your friend Balsa Basswood. So you decide, why not mosey on down there? Along the path, you run into your dear friend, um... Dovavin. Dovavin. Yep. It's Dove- like Donovan, but Dove. Dovavin. Alright, that guy. Dovavin. So is that my old friend Mash? Oh, d- 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 is that Dovavin, uh, d- the... Birdman. The Birdman. Stop calling him. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that his name? Just Dovavin Birdman? Falcon. 
Dovavin Falcone, that's what I thought. I, I thought that was Dovavin Falcone. I saw him from across the distance, and I said, you know what? That's my old friend. Haven't seen you since finishing school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember going to that. We definitely... Finished. Yeah, we finished. Oh, we finished. Right up in the upper lowers. We finished a couple times, if I'm recalling correctly. Yeah. So, good to see you. What have you been up to? Where where are you living these days? Uh, just, you know, east-south over there. Oh, you ever been to New Jacksonburg? No. Well, tell you what. Let me introduce you to my friend here. This is Boss of Basswood. Hey, what's up? This is my town. Yeah. Uh, Boss I, don't, of, I don't know you. Boss kind of runs things in New Jacksonburg, <laughs> more or less. That's her. Uh, <laughs> and then let's not forget my other good friend here. Uh, this is Kim. Kim Jelly. Kim. I don't, meet meet Dovavin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, that's about as friendly as he gets. Uh, he'll warm up to you later, uh, mm-hmm. maybe maybe under mysterious circumstances. I don't know. We'll see. It's exciting, but uh, it's great to see you. I would love it if you'd come, uh, you know, and just have maybe a couple drinks with us in New Jacksonburg. You know, I'll never say no to drinks. That's the that's what I'm thinking. So Balsa's gonna take us, show us around. They got some tree brothels there. It's gonna be a, a pretty good time, I think. Different kind of nesting than I'm used to, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's going to be slightly different. But uh, all right, let's 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 move on. Let's get to New Jacksonburg. I'm I'm horny as hell. All right. So you continue on your way. It's a it's a glorious day out. The sun's shining. The sky is blue. What a picturesque time to go to a town of vice and debauchery. So you make your way along the path and you crest a hill, and there it is, New Jacksonburg, looking beautiful as ever. And you head your way into town, and you notice right off the bat, something strange. So you especially, Balsa, you know New Jacksonburg is a town that's lively, full of people. Lots of action, lots of adventure to be had. But uh, today, something strange. The streets are empty. There's not even a, a sign of a person to be seen. Well, this isn't good. I th- <laughs> we think. It might be good. Maybe it just means everybody's at like a party. Uh, last time I was people. here, mm, yeah, uh, I, I, it wasn't too friendly. I think I left. Uh, what, what were they? Tree Nazis? <laughs> oh, that's that's right. I forgot you did you did fall in with a, a slightly uh, nefarious crew. Of tree, yes. tree supremacists. Let's tree, be fair. Tree supremacists. Tree supremacists. Tree supremacists. Uh, let's not go. You know, there are good people on both sides. Listen, listen. There are no more Nazis. We can't of go the tree variety. We can't go too crazy here. Um, well, where should we should we look for people? I guess, or we can just go straight to the brothel. Do you guys want to drink, or do you want to go to the brothel first? I'm for drinking. I'm I'm, I'm having a hard time imagining Kim Jelly turning down a beverage. Yeah, uh, Kim Jelly would never turn down a beverage. All right, let's let's head to the bar. All right, so you start heading to the bar, and you walk down the streets and the promenades and. Oh, it sure is strange that there's not a single person to be seen. And it's really starting to get to you. And as you're walking down to uh, to Liquor Alley, you suddenly hear a voice. No! No! How could this be? I don't know. We should probably keep going to the bra or to the bar. Yeah, I'm with uh, I'm with Balsa. Uh, let's 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 see let's see what's going on in the bar. Right. Not our problem. So you take another few steps, and you hear someone yell, Oh, God, this is awful! So, now I'm wondering if maybe I there's, think... like, just a, a carriage crash that we could see, and maybe we could, like, you know... You know how when, like, there's a car crash, you just have to look? Maybe we All should right, just fine. see if there's a carriage crash. 
Well, I'm not helping anybody. Yeah, no, we're not. We, we, we helped people in the last adventure. We don't have time for that. We're here to drink, and we're here to fuck trees. And in as, that order. And as long as nothing interferes with that process, uh, I, I have every intention of, of following through. But just out of sheer curiosity and a desire to rubberneck, let's see... If wherever the sound is coming from, there is also a horrible carriage crash with bodies and gore. All right. So you start walking towards the sound of the voice, and you hear another exclamation. Oh, God, this is the end. Oh, maybe they already found the tree prostitutes. Well, now I'm worried that it's the end of the carriage crash and they've cleaned it all up. So we should probably hurry and get there quicker. All right. So you round a corner and find yourself in the town square. And in the town square, there's a little old man, and he's surrounded by six walking undead. Oh. I think he's got this. <laughs> Does the man have a weapon? No, no, he looks like he's, he's in quite a, quite a panic. He throws his hands up and says, No, why me? You got this, old man. Uh, I'll call it, Mash will call out to the old man. Hey, old man, excuse me. Old, old man. He, uh, he seems to be in too much of a fright to respond. Oh, um, Wait, I want to use my perk insightful. I want to know how old this old man is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me a roll. Uh, roll how many that. dice? Uh, well, it's a perk, right? So wouldn't it be with an advantage? I believe so. So you get 3d6. 3d6, <laughs> baby. All right, I got three, two, and five. You got it. You're going to know how old he is. Yeah, he is uh, probably in his late 60s. He's pretty old by the standards of the time. Wow. That's very helpful. I think this would be the All perfect right. time to make an illusionary cat next to the old man. Maybe that'll calm him down. Okay, so you're going to cast a spell. Uh, <laughs> give me a roll of 2d6. Nope, 4 and 3. Okay. God, you couldn't even summon an illusionary cat. His support animal like, bird, never so, existed. You know, that makes sense. Yeah, it's alright. You summon up some sort of like badger monster that seems to bring him no comfort. I did all I can do. Uh, how fast are these uh, undead? They're shambling pretty slowly. Okay. Um, do you think they uh, did what now? Yeah, there's undead here, uh, Kim. Here, I, I, oh. tur I turn Kim around so he's facing the uh, scene. There it is. Do you see that? It, 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 Kim just had one of his drunken blackouts. Is all he was one. He was. He was. You know, standing it, drunken blackouts. It's classic. Don't say. Kim, do you want to is test it? out that new uh, sword of yours, or, do, or should we just go drink? Uh, I mean, I, why would I go towards an undead with my sword if I have a, a, a bow and arrow? Well, yeah, and actually, that's another question. How do you kill undead? Uh, generally by hitting them. Yeah, using weapons against them in a violent fashion. Huh. Sometimes our own heads. I feel like we we fought like undead before. Like, it's true, you did fight those Yeah, and we also fought uh, dead in the last episode, and if you remember, we had to do a lot of work before we could even hurt it. Yeah, but we fought undead in the very first episode. And yeah, that was a ghost. Guys down pretty I easy. mean, it would be curious if all of a sudden we had to do a bunch of work, like, right now, um, to, to uh, you know what, this fine. old Let's man whose name we Let's don't even know. Oh, Lord, help me. Let's do this. Kim Jelly takes out his brand new ghost lady sword. All right, let's let's do this. Mash, uh, Mash swirls his flail around in a cool way. All right, everybody who's going to going to help the old man, give me an initiative roll. Remind me how many that is. Two d six. Two. Unless you have a perk that does otherwise. Nope, I got seven. Eight. Eight. Sorry. Four. I'm still I'm still drunk here, so I'm still working things out. 
You good? Of course. I got a, I got a six. All right. So it goes Jesse, me, Jay, then Doug, and then wherever he fits in. Okay. All right. So, um, Revenivin. Don, Donna Feathers. Any, no. any of those, fine. Bird Boy. Bird Boy. You're up. All right. We probably spent a lot of time coming up with that one, too, and we've just completely... <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Um, yeah, I'm just going to... Uh, the only ranged weapon I have is more magic, but this time, it's not an illusion. I'm going to zap at him. Okay. Ooh, give him a zap. Give me a roll of 2d6. Two fives. Two fives, which, in our new rules, does two damage to this undead. Oh, my Damn. God. Oh, take that. That was just the warm-up badger. That's the real badger. So you, uh, you cue up your shot and spark an arc of electricity at him and you blow an arm off and he keeps stumbling but he staggers around. Nicely right. done. Mash. Uh, Mash will... You, you, uh, you really disarmed him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it one action or two actions? Oh, that's right. Oh, it's that's two right. actions. I'm Do sorry. it again. I'm, Kill I'm going one. for the other arm. All right. Uh, six and a two and a four. So. All right. So that does another two damage because you got a six, which is enough. You... You basically blow the top off of this shambling corpse, leaving a smoking, smelly extra corpse behind. And now you're two corpses. That's what you get. Nice. Three if you count the arm. That's uh, well so. Mastered weapon is uh, 3d6, right? Correct. Mash spins his flail around, and he actually spins his entire body around with the flail multiple times, very riskily making himself dizzy in the process. But it lets out a mighty swing and uh, deals a refreshing, uh, oh my god, uh, a two fives and a four. What's that? Two damage. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What a humdinger. All right. You really drive this one home, hitting the other undead in the back and knocking it over. But it starts picking itself up. What do you do now? Well, so it never says how I have to use the flail. So now it's my mastered weapon. Now I'm going to take the chain of the flail and wrap it around the undead's neck and pull it as tight as I can, dealing a whopping no damage. (laughs) All right. Well, the thing about being undead is you don't need to breathe. So trying to suffocate it doesn't seem to do a whole lot. No, it was worth a a shot and it would have looked cool. Your heart was in the right place and it still looked kind of cool. Yeah. All right. I'm impressed. All right, Balsa Bath, Basswood, you're up. I take my rapier out and I poke him in the eye. All right, and how do you, how well do you do that? I I have four is one four and two ones. I don't think I hit him. I don't All think right. that that's nothing. You miss. You uh, you aim for his eye and you a- hit the air next to his eye. You should try again though. You should try. Again. I I wind up comically and try it again. All right. I got one five. Nice. One five. That's a Were damage. you hitting the one that Jared or uh, the match was after? Yeah. You say yes. <laughs> All right. You hit the uh, you hit the the suffocating zombie in the eye and seems to knock its lights out and it falls to the ground limply. All right. Good Kim. job, Kim. You're up. Yep. What's your move, Kim? Um. Uh, <clears throat> what is Kim's move? Kim would like to take a sip of this uh, new Belgian pumpkin ale with uh, cinnamon habanero chili peppers. Oh, that sounds nice. Where's that from? Uh, It is from a land called Voodoo Ranger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. I've been to that. I've been to that that, uh, bar here in New Jacksonburg. It's it's great. Yeah. That's a a New Jacksonburg original. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. So you have a little sip off of your beverage, and then uh, what else do you do? I like take another sip of my beverage. Okay. You would do that. <laughs> All right. So Kim kicks back and has a leisurely beer while his friends are fighting. Well, you know, uh, that's cool. It's not like you just got a brand new awesome sword. Right. That you, <laughs> that you could do something with. All right. Well, All what, right. what do the undead do? So uh, as you're doing this, the old man comes to his senses and he claps his hands on his cheeks and says, Oh, no, no, no. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop, stop. You have to stop. And he gets between the party and the, and the, the undead and puts his hands out begging for some sort of sanity. You almost said what? zombies there. Hmm? I, yeah, I know. I heard I you start with I don't know Z. why I haven't even a, an aversion to saying that. You, you, you should call you should call them whites. Uh, or, well, or no, white, every 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 walkers. original IP comes up with so like Walking Dead has walkers and uh, the Game of Thrones had the others and um, this is the no longer dead. Uh, okay, the the post no longer dead flesh boys <laughs> real live. Yeah. I like post the real lives. Oh no, it's a real live. The real lives. That just sounds like you're saying I, I real lives. Real lives. It's the real like wives. lives. It's the real housewives. Um, all right. So, what, old man, what what's up? Don't hurt them. Don't hurt them. You un- don't understand. I'm not hurting them. Yeah, they don't. They don't actually. I don't think they feel pain anymore. They're real alive. No, no, you don't understand. It's fixing the problem. What, what, I'm what's your deal, old man? I tried to raise the dead. You did it. Yeah, it looks like you. Uh, looks so, like it congratulations. No, no, no. He My climbs his head to or his hands to his head. There's not enough of them. Oh. Oh. Well, do you need uh, help? Huh? Yes, yes. For the love of God, you don't understand. This is the the new Jackson Bird tradition. Day of the Muertos. Okay. Oh, I I knew that. I'm yeah. sorry. So now, yes, in fact, uh, Balsa, you realize like you're generally here during the fall and winter, but this time it's summer, and that's when they have their tradition where they raise the dead and have them parade through town. How could of you forget? Of course, I totally knew that. Huh. Sorry, guys. Oh yeah, you should have mentioned that. Wow, so we just ruined a parade. Wouldn't be the first time. No, yeah. no, there's there's not going to be a parade. There's not enough undead. Oh well. Um. Can we help? We can kill you. (laughs) So the old man sits down on the ground and says, Oh, this is just terrible. This is terrible. Ever since the town's necromancer died, I've had to fill in, but I can't raise enough dead for the parade. Well, just get for you, my friend. We have a necromancer. You do? We do? And then Kim Jelly points to to, to Falcone. Sure. Carmine Falcone. You're a necromancer? Probably. Oh, oh! thank the gods. You have no idea. So you see. And then, and then, and then Kim Jelly leans in uh, and mashes air and he says, uh, what the hell is the necromancer? Um, it's like a, uh, it's like a wizard, um, but the wizard. So I was right. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's him. But this one has sex with dead people. Yeah, that's a. Oh, well, yeah, that, that's definitely me. Yeah. Ah, that's the guy. Um, all right, so uh, I'll tell you what. Um, well, first of all, old man, what's your, what's your name? I'm Mash. Mash, he clamps onto your hand with both of his. My name is Bronson. Bronson, huh? Bronson. All right. What's your last name? Yeah, what's, your, what's your last name, Bronson? The Necromancer. Oh, of the uh, of the <laughs> east of the East Jacksonburg Necromancer family? No, of the new West Eastburg ja- or Jacksonburg Necromancers. Oh, of course. Of the course. thing is, the thing is. The town necromancer Herschel, he died over the winter, 
and I hadn't completed with my studies before they pressed me into service, and oh, it's terrible, it's terrible. They're going to kill me for this. Herschel, huh? Herschel. So, let me get Herschel this Necromanstein. Right. Hmm? Uh, Herschel no, no. Necromanstein. Uh, man. Just Herschel. Whatever you say your name is. Just Herschel. Hmm. Just New, Herschel. New Jacksonburg. Really informal town. Uh, all right. You uh, need to raise yourself some more undead. That and is... lucky for you, you have a party of people who's very talented at killing undead. Well, he want, he, we don't want to kill the undead. We want to kill. We want to. We want to kill people. We want to kill the thing. living to make dead, and then oh, we bring them too. back. But I don't get the They're... feeling that finding dead people is the issue so much as well. Actually, so I, let me ask you, Bronson, what's so hard about getting dead people to come back to life? Is it the actual bringing back, or do you just not have enough dead people? No, no, we have plenty of dead people. Every year, the town necromancer raises the town folk's ancestors and has them parade through town for our amusement. I see, yeah. That's uh, a nice tradition. Hey, and actually, speaking <laughs> one of our most cherished. Speaking of which, where is uh, all, the, all the people who are going to enjoy this parade? Well, it's commonplace to stay inside during parade, or the day before parade. So if MASH went over and knocked on this door right here, someone would answer... Well, yes, why wouldn't they? Well, okay, let me just go over there and just just, just, just kind of, you know, cross your T's and dot your I's here. So Mash goes over and gives a little rap on the on the door. Okay. You wait for a minute and an old woman answers the door. Why, yes, young man. Hey, uh, hi, Mash. Uh, just checking in on you. How you doing? Oh, doing well. How about yourself? Oh, you know, doing pretty good. Hey, we're about to have a parade through here. Did you know that? Today? No, no, the What's, parade is tomorrow. Right, right, right. Man. It's it's coming up. But I just am making sure that you're aware of the parade, uh, because you're actually in a parade zone, and so we just want to make sure that you're adequately prepared, uh, you know, for all the things that that entails. Do you know what it means to be in a parade zone? Hmm. Why, yes, of Ball. course. I have to hand out little hand pies to all the children. You do. Uh, what kind of hand pies uh, have you uh, purchased this year? Uh, traditionally, squash and onion. Okay, so that's the thing, actually. The the parade council, they've changed the rules. So have you already made oh, all the pies? Oh, goodness. I've, I've made the filling and the, the crusts. All right. Well, what could we do? We can score them differently, maybe, and people will think that they're a different pie than they are, and I think maybe that could that could be all right. So how are you going to score these pies? Wood sidles up next to the mash. Come on over, Valsa. Let's figure this pie situation out. The old woman gasps. Balsa Basswood! Are you hey, here to lead on? the parade for us? And she clasps no. your hand and shakes it very excitedly. I remember you, old lady. Or should I call you Abgaranth? You remember? It's not a good thing that I remember. You're one of those tree Nazis. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Mr. Basswood. Clearly, clearly there must be some misunderstanding. Whatever them folks no. said to you, I certainly didn't mean any of it. Well, I believed it 100%. Well, I'm sorry. I'm real sorry about that. And she she, she comes close to embracing you and says, Forgive me. Forgive me, Mr. Basswood. I lean close to her ear and I say, You know, there's a problem with the parade, right? There's not enough dead people. And then I stab her. <laughs> Heavens. Did you say you stab her? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I figure you get initiative on that. All right, take a, take a roll. That's three dice, right? Yes. You're doing it with your uh, with your rapier, right? Yeah, that's three yes. d six. I really hope you hit. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> what, what are the what are the numbers? It sounds like I'm interrupting hit? a battle. Five and six. Um, I wouldn't oh. say interrupting a battle. <laughs> I but, what what happened? Well, I, I won't ask for a recap. Uh, Boss of Basswood just I, murdered I, an old woman. <laughs> Potentially. No. <laughs> I attempted to I, because I I, I, <laughs> I get disconnected for like five minutes and this is what happens. Cats run away for a second from you this, people. This is what happens, yep. Yeah, uh, things really went off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Bad time. Well, you know, the first rule of improv is always say yes. So. That's true. Yes, and uh, yes, and Mash will step in here. Uh, well, does the old woman take an action? <laughs> she's she's too shocked. You you get to. Here's the thing. What she does is going to decide what I want to do here. So um, she recoils in fear. All right, I'll uh, I'll 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 separate the two, and say, hey, is this really something that a uh, the uh, a free handmade pie can't fix? I but, said, this isn't over, Apgaranth. We'll, this isn't over. We'll, we'll, figure, it, we'll, we'll figure this out. Apgaranth, so sorry to have uh, attempted to stab you. Um, no, no, Mr. Bass, what is right to be mad? Oh, okay. Well, are you going to change? I swear it wasn't me. It was those tree supremacists. Yeah, where can we find those guys? Hmm? Uh, out, in, out in the swamp town, uh, Bogmire. Oh, well, I don't really feel like going to another town. So uh, it was nice uh, talking to you. Um, hey, uh, actually, real quick. Um, do you know how to raise the dead? No, sir. That's that's the necromancer's business. Yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, are there? Have you seen any um, uh, dungeons or scrolls or... Um, uh, or complex murder plots to get rid of a tournament woman that upended one of your own winners yeah has that happened here mm, can't say that i have okay that's great well i'll tell you what why don't you work on those pies and i really want you to score them differently than you normally would uh and uh we'll just let you get to that yes sir thank you sir all right yeah yeah, yeah. move along so while that's I, going I, on i gotta ask is that i'll go over and check up bronson was it bronson yes yeah yeah so uh i'm gonna chat to him a bit but mostly while i'm chatting to him i'm also looking to see if he's got like some sort of necromancer's amulet, or maybe just a pamphlet sticking out of his pocket that he's not paying too close attention to. I could just uh, just borrow for a minute without him noticing, maybe. Yeah, we'll say he's got a scroll sticking out of his uh, rope pocket. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and try and uh, borrow that. Okay. Give me a roll for that. <laughs> I have advantage on this sort of thing. Oh, that's right. He's a thief yeah. and uh, a necromancer, which is a good thing because I got a six, uh-huh. and then some other numbers that I don't care about. Well, six is all you need, so. He's uh, well. He's fretting over the situation. You easily just walk by, go like your go to almost shake his hand, pull the scroll out, and just tuck it into your own bag. All right. Don't worry. I got, we'll, we'll help you out, buddy. Mash oh, Mash saw you. that out oh. of the corner of his eye, and he gives a little wink. Good job. Appreciated that work. Um, all right. Well, we'll finish up with the old lady and close that door. And uh, we'll go. We'll go see what's going on uh, over here. What What are those undead doing? Hmm? They're hanging out. Oh, okay, great. Wait, waiting for commands. The ones that are still alive. Okay, but then they can be commanded by the necromancer. Yes, yes. Great, excellent. All right. It would be irresponsible of a necromancer to raise the dead and not be able to control them. Bronson, weirder things have happened. Bronson, quick question for you: um, What kind of funding does this parade have? Well, I mean the. The regents and the materials are provided by the town, the Jubilation Committee. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's be candid. If you can help me out with this situation, I would gladly pay you. So you see, 
When I was pulled from necromancer school, I still had the remainder of my scholarship. I'd be happy to give you the give you the difference if you can help me out here. When you say we the don't need to learn nothing, why would we want a scholarship? We're not, yeah, yeah. No, we want the money from the scholarship. It's the money from the scholarship. <laughs> yes, these two get it. So, I understand how getting an education helps us get the money. I, you need to go to back to finishing school. It's so, not about the scholarship. So at this point, Bronson turns away from Kim and just faces the two who are making <laughs> sense. Um, so, uh, quick quick question on that scholarship. You don't have to tell me how much it is, because I'm assuming it's a, a bound... I, I know about the student debt crisis. I know what's going on. Um, so, uh, but if you had to estimate how many tree whores... Uh, do you think that scholarship adds up to? Ooh, and well, let's hope it's four. <laughs> oh, we could easily get you four tree whores. Real nice ones from the parlor house. Not Dude. from the not from the tree shanties. Alright, well, uh, do you have any tips on where we can go to, uh, to, to find more dead to raise? So, Bronson does have a tip. And he thinks about it. We're thinking about it real hard. Yes, because that's not correct. Is it? It better not be the swamp place. <laughs> so, Doug, why don't you tell me where does uh, where does Bronson suggest to go look for tips? For tips? Yep, on how to raise the dead specifically. Where do oh, we go okay. for tips? Probably. The know, tree supremacist clubhouse. No, oh, that's no. in the swamp. I don't want to go there. Mash was very clear about that. They call it the uh, the Honey District, and it's famous for its butchers. <laughs> Why it's called the Honey District, I don't know. Uh, okay. The incongruous nature of New Jacksonburg. Yeah, well, it's an odd city. And uh, maybe would someone like to fill me in on why we're looking for tips on raising the dead in the butcher district? Uh, because they um, they have a lot of dead animals there, and so we can practice on them that sounds like a very plausible once idea we, once we've got a, a good hang on it then we can go and work on so like we're gonna bring like a, a, a thing of ribs back to life <laughs> and then when we're done I, with when we're done with I that i think i know why maybe why start smaller with like a rat district, and then work up to ribs. by the way uh, sorry what was that kim jelly i think i know why it's called the honey district by the way why is that uh you know on film sets they have these things called honey wagons and uh, this is true. The honey wagon is where you go to do your poops. Oh, it's a porta potty. So, yeah, yeah we, we have those yeah. here. It's a honey bucket. Yeah, yeah honey well, bucket is what they're called. We specifically call them honey wagons. Yeah. So that's, that's when cool when when you kill an animal, it expels all over itself, and so that's how it became known as the honey district. See, I'm a tree, so I don't defecate. So that's why I didn't know what honey means. Well, so this is a slightly <laughs> uh, this is a slightly un RPG related question. When you kill an animal, does it does it poop? Most things do when they die. Well, yeah, eventually. Yeah. Just, you I know, think everyone. Times. I think all living creatures will void their bowels if they die. Yeah, but if you break down a pig like right after you kill it, it's not gonna poop, is it? I don't know. Hey, that's I a, guess that's I'll, a question I'll, for you, dear listener. Yeah, you would know. You would know the answer. Call in now. I just know that you have to be very careful when you clean the animal afterwards, because. If you do lose anything over the animal, it's yeah, that's bad true. If you if you cut open his his intestine or something, well, this is yeah. all good info to think about as we move on to our uh, our necromancy practice. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, I've got at least one more question before we go. All right, about how many undead are we looking for this parade? 
Well, traditionally, there's no less than a hundred, although Herschel could get nearly two to three hundred on a good year. He so was quite if, the man. But if we got a hundred, you'd say it's a success. You got if we got five to start got, with left. If we could get eighty, I think I'd be more than happy. Really? Okay. All right. Well, guys, are, like five you got leftish over here? Well, I mean, I'll need to reanimate these in the morning, but they'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Sorry he, about the arms. He kicks that one. I don't think I can do much with this. <laughs> now, that's just how uh, cool. Sure, you are. can. Just have it pull your parade floats with its teeth. That's not a bad idea. He gives it a kick, and it does not move, so I think maybe I'll just plan on getting a sixth one. Well, let's head on over to the Honey District and uh, and see what we can do. All right. So the team moves on to the Honey District, uh, famous for its butchers. And by the way... Like, yes? By the way, I spent so much time being drunk and, and having my blackouts that Thank I you. didn't catch the necromancer's full story. I do want to say he must be a pretty shit necromancer if he can't reanimate a fallen corpse, even if it's already been re-killed. Well, you did blow the top off of it, so... Yeah, but whatever. I mean, I believe he admitted to being a pretty shitty necromancer, so... That is actually... That's literally the the crux of this quest line. Uh, yeah, but I... I but he's I not very good at it. And, <laughs> he and was that's, unprepared that's just, to be thrust into necromancer duties. That, it's not like he yeah. showed up and he's like, I'm the best necromancer ever. Well, <laughs> I got well, three well, listen, guys. I... I I did have my blackouts, and that's uh, in-character lore for my Skype keeps getting disconnected. <laughs> right, 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 which is good. I like it. It kind of adds an element of ran- uh, randomness to you, and uh, you've. I can only imagine what blacking out for even a minute or two here uh, probably leads to, because at one point we were assaulting a woman. <laughs> that's oh. what I came back to after one of my blackouts, yes. I should probably mention at this point, now that I have this scroll, I can't read the. I can't read magic scrolls. Uh, I actually yeah, think, um, think uh, Balsa Basswood probably could. Nick's Wait, good. Nice Our see. doctor good, but he's not here. Yeah. I'm educated. Didn't we decide that? Uh, I thought we had an argument about this about whether or not Kim Jelly was literate. Wasn't he literate? Or is, is scroll reading an actual trait? So scroll reading is an actual, actual trait. trait. Spell reader. And it's well, different than spell touch. So it's, I have like magic in my blood and can do small things. Yes. But mostly, I just wanted to see if I could get something cool. Yes, only Doctor <laughs> Nick can read a scroll. So maybe we should first find out where we can meet a magic man. A different magic man. A different magic man. In the butcher district. Well, why don't you have me go and search your magic man? Because as our past adventures have proven, I'm very good at it. All right. Do you want to go off on your own and find a magic man? No, I want to go to the butcher district. I want to see the honey district. Oh, okay. Let's go to the honey district. I mean, you got to see the honey district. Let's just just look around. Maybe we can get some charcuterie, and that'll that'll spark our imaginations. (laughs) All right. So you move on to the honey district, which is uh, not so much of a district as it is a very narrow alleyway that's just... Up to your knees and animal offal and blood and it's just a filthy, horrible place. Mash this like this is kind of nice. Place. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. All of you guys just can't get enough. Uh, I uh, I want to look around. What stores do I see? It's mostly butcher after butcher. Some specializing in hogs. Some specializing in beef. Um, some specializing in assorted. Is there anybody whose sign says blank and son? Yes. I go in that one. There's Chip and Blank and Sons. Yeah, Chip and Blank and Sons. I'm heading in. All right. You move into one of the slaughterhouses. Pretty pretty standard. They've got sides of beef up. Men are breaking them down, chopping them into pieces, throwing them on the floor. All right. Uh, I'll get, get the attention of the nearest man. Oh, a bear. Yes, a bear. Welcome, welcome. Hearty eater you are, I bet. Oh, very much so. Um, uh, grand, grand. Yeah. Hey, uh, question for you. 
Sure. You excited about that parade that's coming up? Day of the Muertos? Yeah, of course I am. Okay, so here's the thing. We're we're kind of finding that there are some parade-related issues. Oh, no. And we were wondering... Is it the hand pies? Mm, the hand pies, I think we got under control. Uh, so everything's good there. Um, but what we're wondering, we need to practice uh, raising the dead. And we were thinking, you got a lot of dead stuff here. Uh huh. Has that ever happened? You ever you ever loan anything out for 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 uh, you know dead raising practice? I can't say that I have. But what what would you charge me for a mostly intact animal that I could practice on? Well, is does it have to stay alive or can I use it afterwards? Oh uh, well, actually, so well, let me ask how much that changes things. So if I just took the animal and brought it back to life, and then do you want me to rekill it or do you want to kill it? Oh, either or. Okay. Well, that makes no difference to you as far as like a, a rental fee goes. No, so long as I can still get the meat. Okay. What did that? What would that uh, experience cost me? Oh, just come on back and give it a try. Oh, that's anything in the service of the parade. Really it's, appreciate it because otherwise, New Jacksonburg's amazing. most cherished tradition. Yeah, which is weird, by the way. Bossa Bossa Basswood is not in the building yet, but he 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 yells to Mash. Mash, come here now. Okay, Mash, uh, Mash says, okay, I'm glad that we came to this arrangement. Hold that thought. I'm going to come right back in. But first, let me just uh, go grab one of my friends, uh, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll see what's up. So I'll, anytime, anytime. I hoof it outside. And say, what, what, what's going on? I, I, I got to go. You got to go? You, do you remember how I said I got married? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. your wife uh, in the cabinet. And I killed her. Yeah. Oh my God. Were you lying? No. That's your dad. <laughs> yes, he's a tree. Yeah, the butcher, the butcher is a tree, man. Wait, the butcher is her dad? Yes. Oh boy, that's a layer of complexity I was not expecting. All right. Um, well, he kind of doesn't like me. Yeah, I'm guessing he doesn't. So you 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 met him? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> He kind of saw me kill her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and well, then that, I set her on fire. That is quite the pickle. Um, well, I'm glad I didn't say I have to go see my friend Balsa Basswood. <laughs> uh, well, okay. he, he doesn't know me as Balsa Basswood. <laughs> oh, what does he know you as? deeper and deeper. <laughs> I, I said my name was Ralsa Raswood. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. Okay. All right. Well, um, that's great. Do you then. think if I do you think if I put a fake mustache on, he was, won't know it's me? Yeah, I, I'm glad you said that because I was just about to ask. What if we just put a hat on you? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, can make oh, an illusionary fuss, fake mustache, probably. So are there? Ah. Okay. Why don't we try that? And then if we can't make that work, we'll just see if there's any haberdasheries in the honey district. <laughs> of course, for that to work, I have to keep looking at you the entire time. You need the mustache, so. Oh. Okay, we can do this. Yeah, we can do this. Let's make this happen. <laughs> There's no reason why he needs to come inside, but why not? <laughs> All right, Birdman. You uh, go inside the butcher, All and right. I will come in after. He did it. He, he made a mustache on you. All right, so Birdman casts an illusion, and Balsa Basswood grows the realest-looking mustache you've ever seen. On a tree, no less. Yes. Uh, quick question. Do tree people have mustaches? At least this one. Yes. <laughs> All right. It'll just help yes, us to disguise. Just an unequivocal. Yes. Hey, was... <laughs> while, while, while they decide all this with uh, 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 the trees of our, our lives, 
I, Kim Jolly wants to know if there is a butcher on, on Long Street named something the Shambles. <laughs> sure, there's a... A Harlem Shambles? Because they have really good chili. There, hmm. There's a Compton Shambles, but also <laughs> also well-renowned for its chili. Oh, perfect. All right, that's good enough. That's where I want to go. Are you going to go get some West Coast chili? Yeah. <laughs> okay. To, well. to, to go with my uh, my atomic pumpkin ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, you're having quite, you're quite the foodie in this go <laughs> I mean, New Jacksonburg is nothing if it's not known for its uh, culinary delights. That's true. And he seems to have just found that ale on the floor or something earlier because I don't remember ever buying one. <laughs> As he does. Well, it's been it's been like it's been long enough for Nick's Rivera to be sentenced to prison. So that's, I assume that's I found true. I suppose you stocked up. Right. The... He probably bought beer at Old Smithtown. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. It right. flows like wine in New Jacksonburg. <laughs> well, should, should we head should we head back into this butcher <laughs> and and, uh, and raise this? Well, we still don't know how. We're just going to take the animal. So Boss is just going to help me carry the animal out. Exactly. I don't know where we don't really have a plan on where we're taking it yet. We'll find a spot. Okay. So we go back we could in. We probably do it in. A, I'm sure they've got a room there or some space that they they don't need. I kind right. I do, kind of feel they do like they're slaughtering in the back. I feel like that might be risky, just with like. Just keep balls near the back, ready to go out the door if the other guy comes this in. This mustachioed. It'll be fine. Here we'll we'll try it out. All right. Balsa Balsa enters the the butcher well the, with the mustache on, and he goes and introduces introduces himself to Chippendale, and he says, "Hey, Chippendale." I'm Ralsa Raswood. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, wait, isn't Ralsa Raswood the fake name you used earlier? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, figs. <laughs> wait a minute. I wait mean, Balsa Raswood. Oh. A mash comes in behind him and says, Balsa, what are you doing? You what? know you can't be uh, just walking around into places without having your medicine. Wait a minute. Oh, yes. Is this Balsa Basswood? Yeah. Yeah, this is Balsa Basswood. Have you ever heard of him? Of course I've heard of Balsa Basswood. Oh, I'm so honored to have you in my establishment. And he goes behind the <laughs> counter and he pulls out a jug of corn liquor and says, Come on, come on, everybody have a drink. I need to celebrate this momentous occasion. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, I think there wouldn't be hard. Man, it's too bad Kim Jelly went to the other place. <laughs> all right, so you all spend a little time drinking some corn liquor with the, with the mm, tree man. Butcher. Delicious. So tell me, Mr. Chippendale... Is that what his name is? Rescue Rangers. Or something like that. I thought it was Chippendale. Chip Blank or something Chip? Chippen, Chippen, uh, Chip Chipper. No, his, name is, his first name is Roger. Oh, Roger. Roger. Is it, can I call you Raj? Of course, of course. Big Raj. Any right. friend of Balsa Basswood is welcome to my establishment. Oh, it does an old man some good in his heart after what a terrible year I've had. Oh, tell me what happened. <laughs> some, <laughs> some villain. He, he married my poor daughter. And then he killed her. Killed her for no you know, reason. You know, no reason at all. And he clams you know, Raj. on the shoulders. No reason at all, sir. What could it be? Why would he do it? Why? Now, I'm not. I'm just saying. If if someone did kill your daughter, it's probably because she was a giant bitch. <laughs> but it wasn't me, because I'm Balsa Basswood. Right. He's. But this is Balsa Basswood. He wouldn't. Uh, He's a, a friend to a friend to women. Of course, of course not, Mr. Basswood. No one would, no one would accuse a man of your stature here in New Jacksonburg. It's just, oh, 
Life is so empty and sad without her. Hey, oh, you know what? Quick thought. We're doing this whole necromancy thing. What if you could see her again in the parade? Now, you know you can't resurrect a tree, right? You can't? No. It's a living being just like anything else. Boss well, stopped you talk. there. These are different kind of people. Like, it doesn't I, work that Hold way. on. Okay, now look. I know we've all been drinking, and if you guys are ready for this conversation, I'm ready for this conversation, but are you saying that trees don't have souls just like you, me, and they don't go to heaven with God just like you and me? Of course we have souls. Of course. You're not a... Oh, yeah, you are a tree. Yeah, of course I... <laughs> I'm not some sort of filthy <laughs> oven. Yeah. Well, so, so, so hold on. So you're a tree, and mm-hmm. you can die, and you have a soul. Where does your soul go when you die? Back to the soil. And so how, uh, when when we bring you back to life, your soul comes back? No, you can't pull souls up. They can only fall down. See, he gets it. You know, none the of bird this... bird man understands. None of this seems very scientific. Um, uh, what? Do you not remember finishing school? They went over this. Eh, I may have been uh, partying a little too hard during that section. Listen, my friend, I appreciate you trying to cheer me up, but there's nothing on earth that a bear person is going to tell me that I don't already know about the world, so... Anyhow, I've taken up enough of your time. Why don't you go try to raise them pigs and cows back there? Alright. Sorry sorry that we couldn't, uh, you know, make you feel better, but it was kind of you to share your corn whiskey, or whatever it is, and uh, it was it was kind of you to let us use this pig. We're just going to go in the back alone with this pig uh, corpse. And uh, don't come in no matter what you hear. Does that sound good? Understood, understood. All right, great. Let's, and let's, he wipes a single tear away from his eye. Let's say, oh, uh, quick question, uh, Mr. Chips. Um, do you know anybody who can read this? And I point to, to, Don, to Donnie. What I mean, the hell is that? And he's got his scroll, his necromancy I, I, scroll. I think I got it. It's you just gotta, you know, you just gotta get it the right the right way around. And yeah, I mean, but we can take a stab at it. I don't see between the three of us, we should be able to sound the whole thing out. Roger shrugs his shoulders. He has no idea. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for your help, Roger. Uh, we're gonna go in the back and and practice dark magic. Oh, I'm gonna just pop my head out and see if uh, Kim Jelly wants to come. I'll just head over to the chili place real quick and. Uh, catch up with him. All right, Kim, how's your how's your chili? I'm looking for a microwave to throw the chili in and heat it. I don't even know uh, if that's been invented yet. So why would they serve you it, cold chili? Well, that might that might be why I can't find it. <laughs> it's not a very good, not a very good butcher place. <laughs> well, hey, maybe you get discount on the cold chili because they're like, you know, we made this yesterday. Now it's just cold. So here you uh, go. True. You don't want to put it on a fire again. That's uh, I suppose if they made it within this week, it's still good. If you want, we're going to go try and read the scroll. So, um, you know, come on over if you feel like it. But if you want to keep looking for uh, a device that hasn't been invented yet, you're welcome to do that as well. I mean, it sounds tempting. <laughs> well, you know, geez. You know what? You have fun. I don't want to pull your leg. You have fun reading your papers. And I'm going to go find some kind of... Magic man is something that can heat up my chili for me. I'm sure that you, you know what? Maybe that's a good idea. Why don't we follow Kim for a little bit while he finds the magic man to heat his chili? I was say, that one I might could probably manage, actually. Yeah? Yeah? Small effects creating a fire? I'm yeah, sure. but here's what I'm thinking. Maybe if we just send Kim off to find someone to heat his chili, he'll bring us back like a proper necromancer. 
So we'll fuck around with this pig a little bit. <laughs> All right. I'm giving yeah, you a chance. You, you, I'm giving you, you a chance to have a side Campbell. adventure, Jay. Have a side adventure. I'm just saying, on, if, on the house. Uh, if it fails off, I got your chili heated. Like. <laughs> All right. Okay. So King Jelly leaves the leaves the establishment with this bowl of cold chili. Where does it go? <laughs> um. Okay. So like. Head to the warming district. <laughs> yeah, I head for the warming district. Where they make it's actually extremely heavy. cold. <laughs> yeah, it's known for its coldness. Um, uh, Kill Jelly gets to the warming district and he realizes how cold it is. And unfortunately, he's wearing his weird kind of elven gee thing. Um, so now he's both cold and has cold chili. A uh, town like- person walks by and says, "Hey, Mister, why are you wearing a dress?" <laughs> it's not a dress. This is the warrior clothing of my people. Looks like a dress. It's not a dress. <laughs> I had to wade through mountains of blood in order to get this. Well, then maybe I have you should have pants on it. I. How about this? I will gladly give you a little bit of my cold chili if you can find me some pants and a warm coat. I don't know why I'd want cold chili. I'd probably go buy hot chili. And you can't get hot chili in this stupid town. That's why I'm looking for someone to warm my chili up. But now I'm cold and I have cold chili. And I have cold ale. Which isn't that bad. But the other things are pretty poor. But if you're looking for some sort of magic man to warm your chili, you'd probably have to go to Bogmire. Uh, <laughs> how, okay. How do I get to this Bogmire? He points out a ways out of town to uh, where it gets to be a little swampy and boggy. Now, you were, I think you were blacked out for this, which makes this even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah, well, why don't you go there? <laughs> All right. So um, I, thank, I, thank, I thank the town person, and I give them the rest of my beer, which only has, like, you know, a little sip in it left. And, yeah, this is for your help. Gee, thank you, ma'am. And I continue on for Bogmire. All right. Well, he's sitting out to Bogmire. What are you guys doing with this dead pig? Uh, I poke it a couple times with my uh, end of the flail, the friendly, fl- the friendly end, just to make sure it's still dead. Yep, remains dead. Great. Well, I guess we got to try and read this scroll. So what I'm thinking is, if we can, so all right. Yeah. Part of part of loving espionage is also loving code breaking. So Mash has spent his, his fair share of time deciphering codes. That's just the thing that happened that I'm saying now. And uh, one of the things that you can do in code breaking is you can look at the letters and you can try and figure out which letters appear the most commonly and those will tend to be like the letter S. Kind of like Wheel of Fortune which you guys have never heard of. Uh, but or it's, a cryptogram which also you've never heard of. Yes, just like that. So uh, maybe what we can do is look for repeating patterns in this in this. Uh, this scroll. Well, first of all, what does the scroll even look like? Is it a lot of words? Is it a little words? Um, is it words? Is it a language I know? What? It, tell me what it is. I mean, it's pretty much just a single sheet of paper written in a cryptic symbology that you don't uh, you don't readily understand. Okay, so it's mostly symbols. Yes, yes. Do any of the symbols look like anything? I mean, there's triangles and circles and circles in triangles. Were you going to say symbols? The symbols look like symbols? Yeah. That would have been real helpful. All right. So triangles and other... um, There's no, like, twisted crosses, right? Twisted crosses? Yeah, like a cross, but twisted. 
You don't know like it. a churro? Yes, like a churro. <laughs> oh, if it was churro, then we could have really used Nyx. I'm not sure that I follow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's well. He's churro. he's from an exotic land where they eat we churros. We could have really used him anyway because he's the spell fucking reader. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to bring like race into this. <laughs> I'm um, just saying he could probably read it. All right, can we like uh, roll or something yeah, to see if we get this? Like, oh, gonna... absolutely. Who wants to try to read the spell? They shouldn't. I would like to read the spell. All right. All right. How many do I roll? So give me actually a D100 roll. What? Yeah. All right. I can actually only go to 60. What? Well, no, that's 60 dice. Yeah, yeah. Just roll one D100. Yes. I don't think this website does that. Hold on. Here, you can borrow mine. Yeah, why don't you just roll for me? Yeah, I can roll the D100s for you. How many D100s I rolled? Uh, The first one was a 68. (gasps) That's pretty good. 68. So, on this random critical spell failure table, you cast Lightning Bolt instead, exploding the pig. (laughs) Hey, I, I I got a ten when I rolled for Jack. What would he have gotten then? You'll never find out. Yeah, you're not here. Uh, but you, <laughs> nothing would have happened. Oh, okay. well, that, mine's more interesting then, at least. So, all right, so you're all standing around in pig gore. Here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to roll a d4. Okay. I'm going to pretend that this is the page orientation. Okay. Here we go. Three. I'm going to flip it upside down and try to read. Okay. Uh, give me a D100 roll. But I'm also... Uh, I should say I'm going to try to read it, but I'm also focusing on looking at the pig and seeing if I can, like, just figure out how to move the magic from there to there, because that's how magic works. Okay. So there's not a whole lot of pig left to work with, but... I, oh, I thought we had a second pig. Uh, sure. Why not? We'll see. It's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eight. Eight. <laughs> Nothing happens. I think I'm getting close. Yeah, I think you were, like, right there. The thing is, is even if we get this to work, we still have to do it 80 more times. <laughs> um, I'm worn out. Oof. All right, well, I better go tell Mr. Chips that I broke his pig. <laughs> uh, so I go and I go back in the other room. I say, M- M- Raj. All right, so you, you step into the main room, and there are three big burly tree men standing at the at the doorway. Oh. Hey, hey, fellas. What's happening? Uh, Mash. Like, we heard Balsa like Basswood was here. Balsa Basswood. No, no, there's a Ralsa Raswood here. Is no, that no, who no. you're looking for? Hey, guys, it's Ralsa Raswood. <laughs> oh, no. So you step out into the main room, and Balsa Basswood, you recognize three mighty mean tree supremacists. Oh, you guys. Yeah, that's how us guys. Oh, you know these guys? Uh, yeah. Wait, I, I know the secret code word. Give me a second. Heil Babinga. Does that get him anything? They don't look pleased. No, you probably shouldn't have said Heil Babinga. What about Heil Babinga? Enough of your smartassery. Get him, boys. All right, well, uh, I I think we're fighting these fellas. Yep, roll for initiative. I will, and it'll be real impressive when you see it. Okay. Six. A hearty seven. Seven? Can we just swap? Nine. All right. More or less. Okay, let me jot this down real quick. So it was Balsa. Yep. And who had the seven? I'm sorry. I had the seven. Okay. Mash. And then you got a six. Okay. So that's Birdman. 
His name I really should learn. Eh. Alright, so they draw knives and advance on you. Bulsa, you're up. Alright, well, uh, I take my cabinet made of my dead wife, Corbawa. I forgot Much you were carrying to... around. You were holding his own daughter. Much to uh, Raj's uh, horror. Raj I throw... Oh, I thought you... Oh, he's gone? Okay, good. Well, good. I throw my dead wife at one of the guys. <laughs> okay, give me a roll for that. That's just two, because I don't have an advantage on cabinet throwing, though I should. Yeah, it does feel like that should be an innate trait, but... Oh, shit. I got a six and a five. Oh, this guy's dead. Oh, that's... That's some good damage. And Bolsa, remind me, how much? How many hit points do you have? I have 14. 14, okay. All right. You hit the lead with the cabinet. You you break his pre-nose, like, right off. And he goes, ah, you bastard, I'll kill you. Bolsa, Take get that, round. twig, bitch. You get another move. Hit him again with something else. Use your, <laughs> uh... Mm. I'll use my regular uh, rapier this time. <laughs> okay. A perfect weapon for a tree. Okay, one sec. Damn it. And two sixes. Two sixes on fire. Doing four damage, which kills him. Whoa, shit. You gut him right there in the butcher shop. His tree guts and sap just spill everywhere. It's a disgusting mess. Ugh. I licked the sap off my blade. All right, Mash, you're up. All right, uh, Mash is going to use his flail, uh, and it hits uh, a six and a five. All right, three damage. All right, you smack him around a little bit, get her nurse up. Yeah, I'm going to really give it to him this time with a six and a five. Oh, wow. All right, so you beat him real good. He's still standing, but you smacked him around pretty fiercely. Very nice. All right, so uh, the first guy is dead, so no round uh, Birdman. Alright, uh, if I'm still in the back with the pigs, can I even see them, or do I need to move first? No, you probably, you can probably, you came out there when there was a commotion. Okay. Then, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll fire at the string he's been going at, but this time, instead of a lightning bolt, it's actual pair of, like, just ghost scissors, like, I'm trying to trim this tree. Okay, very good. Alright, cast your ghost scissors. Uh, no, I'm gonna try that again. No? Okay, give it a shot. No. No? There we go. Alright. So you, uh, you... They're immune to scissors, guys. Well, it's not great, but... You screw up the spell, and you summon a, f- a ghost fork and spoon, and they flutter around, but eventually they tumble to the ground, ineffectively. Take that. Aren't, aren't, you, aren't you glad you guys brought him? Uh, I mean, he was helpful with the mustache, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, the mustache disappears. It's still something. Well, yeah, we don't need it right now, anyway. All right. So, uh, Mash, the guy you were beating on... He looks pretty mad, so he's going to take a swing at you. Ah, let's see what he does. Show me what you're made of. Uh, nothing. You easily dodge out of the way of this <laughs> clumsy, beaten-up tree man. Not going to lie, you got a long ways to go, buddy. But he takes another swing, uh, hitting you for one damage. Ah, nice. 17. <laughs> Just do that 17 more times and you got me. All right, and then Balsa, one of the other guys, he goes after you uh, and hits for three damage. Ow. That's more of a problem. <laughs> yeah. That's tree damage. And then he grabs a he grabs a cleaver off of a off the table and takes another swing and hits you for another damage. Oh my God, Balsa! This is the end of Balsa. You better back up, buddy. Oh, the ambulance is coming for me. Yeah, I can hear it. All right, new round. Oh, sorry, Balsa, you're up. 
All right, I hit him with a rapier again. I get one damage, one five. Was this the guy you were uh, that Mash had already beaten up? Correct. Okay. All right, so you, you step aside from the guy who's been beating you up, and you thoroughly run through the other guy, killing him right there on the spot. Aha! I turn around and I stab the other guy again. Okay. Give me a roll. And two fives. Two fives, dealing two damage. All right, very good. All right, my Next, turn. Mash, you're up. All right, watch this. Here I go. Mash does a cartwheel, and as he's coming out of the cartwheel, he uses his flail like normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a six. Uh, a six. All right. You do your cartwheel, and it's amazing. And then you hit the guy with the flail, and it also hurts him. All right. Um, oh, you bastard. I'm going to hit him again All with right. the flail. Uh, with a five. <laughs> All right. So you beat him up pretty good. All right, Birdman, you're up. Uh, he's he's pretty good hurt, right? Yeah, he's looking like he's pretty pretty right. thoroughly beaten up. I'll move up and I'm gonna just uh, stab at him with my little bird dagger. Okay, give that. A shot. I'm much better at that. <laughs> uh, five, five. All right, you uh you give him a good stabbing. He's still standing, but he's looking pretty pretty bad off. Uh, try one more time. Okay. Uh, that's a six. Okay, so this time you uh you get him right in the brain. Ha! His big tree brain. Yep. I had to jump to do it. It's really cool, guys. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're a little guy. So you, I mean, you, you, you flutter up there with your bird wings. You stab him right in the brain. He goes, ow. And he dies. I liked it. <laughs> oh, no, my brain, my one weakness. <laughs> All right, so you've uh, just killed three people in this butcher shop. This is great because now we have three things to practice on. You can't resurrect trees. I told you that. Their souls go down. But so hold on. Before we do anything, we're just going to put this to rest right now. Uh, So I take the scroll and uh, can you roll a D100 for me, please? Absolutely. All right. Watch watch this tree come back to life. You're going to look real stupid. That's not how gravity works. Well, just watch. We don't even know about gravity. It hasn't been invented yet. You know, things fall down. Some spirits go up, but trees are heavier. I mean, I I get that. I get that. Here's the thing. Belief doesn't actually care about science. (laughs) Let's see. Let's see. Oh, this is good. All right. And let's determine how badly that goes. Oh, it won't go badly. It's it's gone badly. (laughs) It's going to be fine. I've done this before. Okay, so... As an inexperienced and, frankly, incapable spell reader, you start mucking around with the scroll, and you open a vortex into another dimension, from which a meteor flies out, smashes the shop, explodes, dealing five damage to everyone. Ow. Okay, well. Also destroying the butcher shop. I hope you have insurance. Right, I mean, me... considering a meteor fly, flew out of a portal, I think we got off pretty easy. <laughs> I think we need to get... Speaking of getting out off pretty easy, I think we need to get out of here before he comes back. Yeah, I don't have a lot of health yet, so... Or, or rather, Balsa's pretty low now. <laughs> that was half my health. Yeah. Is, um, it, is it sunny outside? Can we go to, like, a... <laughs> can we go to, like, a, uh, a, a an inn? <laughs> is that... See, Wait, should we I even know so far that it wasn't us first? We should probably wonder where our friend is, too. <laughs> So, so so far this adventure, it seems like Kim Jovi has dodged a lot of bullets. 
Yeah, you really your your quest to find warm chili (laughs) has really proven to be uh, mostly to your benefit, despite the uh, destination you were heading to. In fact, should we check back in on Kim Jelly and see where where he's at? Yeah, I think while you guys are running away from the disaster you caused, uh, Kim Jelly, you've you've walked through the swamps and found yourself at the uh, the rustic hamlet of Bogmire, which is really nothing more than just a few uh, bayou shacks. Great. So. I call out to the people of my, my hello, I have cold chili here, and I would like warm chili. I don't like to pay one of your magic men to warm this chili up for me. Hey, uh, uh, perhaps one of your magic men can, can, can start a, some sort of fire with me using some sort of logs and some kind of tinder and put this uh, chili atop some kind of iron cast plate that might have a handle. So a, a, a dwarf garbed in animal fur steps out of one of the huts and says, Will you shut up? <laughs> what are you hollering about? Sorry, my friend. I am here. I came from New Jacksonburg where I got some delicious-looking chili, but it is cold chili. And I came here looking for a way to warm this chili up. You mean like I was on hoping, fire? Well, I was hoping your people would have some form of magic to do it. <laughs> Did you did you come out all the way here to talk to the voodoo man to heat up your soup? Uh, yeah, yes, that sounds correct. All right. Well, why don't you, uh, he points, he points to a fire pit in the middle of the, uh, middle of the center of huts. Why don't you go sit by that warm fire there, and I'll uh, go see what I can do. All right. Kim Jelly takes him up on his suggestion. Kim Jelly takes a seat by the fire. He warms his hands up. He sets his cold chili down, and he pokes his chili, and he goes, I wish this chili wasn't so cold. So the, the dwarf comes back and he's got a lantern in his hands and says, I guess the voodoo man will see you. And he hands you the lantern. So uh, just take this and uh, head there into the swamp of horror. He'll meet you there. That's great news. <clears throat> and just to make sure you're uh, you're sure about this, right? You make it sound as if I should be worried. I mean... The folk I've seen go into the swamp of horror, not so many tend to come back. I really, though, meant okay. just, you know, you could warm up your chili right here by the fire. Yeah, it's going to take so long, though. You came all that way, too. <laughs> well, fair enough, I suppose. I'm going I'll to take ya. my chances. Thank you, Dora. He and, heads back uh, into his hut. And Kim Jelly heads for the destination he pointed him to. All right. So you start heading into the Swamp of Horror. And, uh... I wonder why it's called the Swamp of Horror. So first thing you notice is, even though it's the middle of the day, it's almost, like, duskfall and dark here in the swamp. And, uh, there's a lot of foul smells and weird animal calls and just kind of an unsettling, nasty place. This is kind of an unsettling, nasty place. Well, it sure is. 
And you keep continuing on for a bit. And you find yourself in a clearing. And it's uh, water about knee-deep, foul stuff. You see leeches swimming around in there. And you hear a voice. It says, Who is that? My name is Kim Jelly. I have traveled far to come and see you. Have you now? Why yes. don't you uh, come a little closer, my friend? Okay. Give Jelly takes a few steps closer. And what brings you into my swamp? Well, I have this here bowl of chili. I got it over in New Jacksonburg, but the chili is cold. And I heard you're the man to see about making it not cold. Come again? I heard that you might have some magic you can use to instantly warm up my bowl of cold chili. Alright, repeat that one more time. (laughs) (laughs) I come here from New Jacksonburg, where I found a wonderful little butcher shop named Compton Shambles. I purchased from them this bowl of chili, which is cold. So I set out here to Bogmire to find a magic man who might heat my cold chili up and make it warm chili. So I heard you right the first time, huh? Uh, is there a problem? I can provide gold for your services. Hmm. He can. He has 24 gold. Well, my friend, you see, the thing about the voodoo man is that I don't have much need for gold but I could always use favors okay I'm good at delivering on favors most of the time as long as my allies don't kill those favors I think you're gonna have to fuck him (laughs) (laughs) well no need to worry about that for now why don't we just uh, get that chili taken care of for you and uh, from from the water a, uh, a hand raises up and it pulls itself up, and it looks like another walking, shambling corpse has presented itself. A real live. Yes, a real live. But not just one, actually. There's two. And then three. And before you know it, there's at least a dozen of them all standing around Kim Jelly. Are those real lives? Indeed they are. I don't understand how they're going to warm up my chili. Mm, that's for the voodoo man to worry about, not you. And one of them uh, shambles forward and steps in front of Kim Jelly and puts his hands out as though to receive the bowl. And Kim Jelly gives him the bowl. And he takes it and he starts shambling back into the dark. Hey, I heard that they're having some kind of festival affair over there and that they're looking for realized like this one to help them celebrate. Ah, the Parade of the Damned. I don't know what they call it. I was half drunk for the whole thing. (laughs) Yes, you seem like the type. What's your point? Oh, my point is, why don't you just go and help them with their little event? (laughs) My friend, my friend, the voodoo man, the people of Bogmire, we have no place in New Jacksonburg. I don't understand. Why not? We're outsiders, and uh, they don't care for our kind around there. I'm an outsider. I went to New Jacksonburg. I came here. I saw no problem with that. Hmm. Well... That's good for you, but suffice it to say, we don't uh, we don't interact with the town folk too often. I take you don't interact with that there necromancer, Bronco, Buck, 
Benson. It was Bronson. 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 No, can't say that I do. And then the uh, the real live comes shambling out of the darkness, and he's got a bowl of steaming hot chili in his hands. Uh, and Kim Jelly receives the chili, and and Kim Jelly digs a hand in that warm chili. Doesn't goes... quite hot. <laughs> he goes, "Oh, that's too hot to put my hand in." And instead, he slips straight from the bowl, and he goes, "Yes, you've warmed my chili quite well. Thank you, Voodoo Man." The Voodoo Man does deliver. Now, just remember, so you'll be owing me a favor thing? in exchange for that uh, hot chili. Yeah, what was the favor that you wanted, Voodoo Man? Tell me, tell me. Oh, don't you worry about that now. You just enjoy your soup. It's not not. Oh, well, Kim Jelly does just that and continues to eat his hot chili. All right. And you dig into your chili and you enjoy it. It's really good. And when you put the bowl <laughs> down, you're uh you're not back where you started. You're just kind of in the woods. Oh, uh, this is a bit strange. But that chili sure was good. It sure was. It was worth making a deal with a random magic man in a magic swamp. We would assume. So meanwhile, back in town, what's the rest of the party up to? I'm fleeing in terror. We need to heal Balsa Basswood. <laughs> Where can we take is him it, to get tree healing? Is mm. it sunny outside? Oh yeah, is it sunny outside? Yeah, it's a beautiful summer day. Well, while... Jay was sucking off the voodoo man for his hot chili. I healed by the sun. Oh, yeah. That's actually, if you look at this, you cannot be healed by any means other than direct sunlight. Right. Or sleeping. So here's the thing to heal you, uh, for each hit point to be healed, you must be directly in the sun for an hour. That's a lot of hours. We'll move that up to uh, two hit points per hour since we've doubled everybody's health. Or, or use sleeping rules. Um, what are sleeping rules? Uh, when you go to sleep, you get fully healed. He he has to sleep in the direct sun. I think he has to pot himself first. Oh, jeez, a lot of work to be just, a tree. Just settle down some roots. Um, we, I, we took a nap while Jay was. Can we just uh, say Jay we've been running for an town. hour and he has seven hit points? Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, there you go. We ran for an hour. Let's see, where would we get to in an hour running through New Jacksonburg? I feel like we'd probably leave New Jacksonburg. <laughs> Let's say we ran in a circle. What about, what about the, uh, the, the, the dog shit district where they keep all the fine tree horse? Yeah, the brothel, brothel town, dog shit town. No, actually, yeah, I don't know where we should go. Let's say that we wound up in um, uh, uh, Warmville. Is that what we called it? Warm? The place that was cold? Warmington? Warmington. <laughs> what did we call it? I don't remember. The warming district. The warming, the warming district. district. That's right. Let's say we wind up in the warming district. Now, remind me, what was here? Uh, it's just known, for, it's just known for its coldness. But there was a there was a vagrant wandering through. I'm wondering if he's still there. What vagrant? The I... one that talked to Jay. I don't know <laughs> the, the, vagrant. The, the, the vagrant that I gave my unfinished ale. Here's where I'm so going. Oh, this. that guy. All right. I want to ask after our friend. We haven't seen him for a little while, and I'm wondering if perhaps he has come this way because I know him, and I know when he heard about a warming district, he probably went straight there to thinking that that would be the place to heat his chili. <laughs> okay, so there's a there's a guy standing on the street. Hey, sir, excuse me, pardon me. Is that that's Balsa Basswood? It is Balsa Basswood. Do you know Balsa Basswood? <laughs> Everyone knows Balsa Basswood around here. 
And he points to the uh, the little uh, town plaza nearby, and there's a statue of him. Well, I'll be goddamned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a big deal here, guys. It's quite a situation that we found ourselves in. Uh, hey, you haven't happened to see a, uh, a fae come through here recently, perhaps with a bowl of chili? Wearing a dress. Wearing a dress. Oh, yeah, I did, I did. Sent him to the Swamp of Horror. You sent him to the Swamp of Horror. Well, I mean, you know, uh, Bogmire, but... What's, but can yeah. you, what's the difference? Is the Bogmire near the Swamp of Horror? Well, Bogmire, I, don't, I don't like that you said Swamp of Horror first. Well, Bogmire is the town by the Swamp of Horror, you see. Gotcha, so he wouldn't have gone into the Swamp of Horror. He would have just gone to the town of Bogmire. Well, normally I would say yes. Well, normally I would say you wouldn't go to either because they're terrible places, but it seems like he uh, needed some help. I see. And, you know, people who need help often end up in the uh, Swamp of Horror, or so a local legend would say. I mean, that's where I would go for help, is I need help, let's go to the Swamp of Horrors. Like, oh, you need to go? Well, it's just right over there. Yeah, actually, so I guess uh, we should, what what kind of things go on in this Swamp of Horror? Well, I think that's where the Voodoo Man lives. Oh, the Voodoo Man. What is, what's his story? Um, you know, he exchanges uh, favors for favors and... What kind of favors are we talking about here? Oh, uh, you know, uh, you need some money, you want to win the love of a girl, you can't play the guitar well enough, and in exchange, you know, he takes your hand, steals your soul, uh, removes your skeleton. I had a cousin who had a skeleton removed by the voodoo man. Real nasty business. Interesting. Now, what are you folks going to the Swamp of Horrors or not? Well, I didn't think we were, but I think we might now. Um... <laughs> I mean, you gotta see it. It's on the tour, tour boat, like... Sure. Yeah, I guess so. Is there's there's not like a fee or anything, is there? Free as far as I'm aware. Okay, well that's good. Um, well let's go let's go check out Bogmire then and maybe just see you know if uh, maybe he had the common sense to just stay in Bogmire and not go into a place called the Swamp of Horror. Uh, which one of you has insightful? Uh, it's Balsa. Balsa, Balsa give me an insight roll. Uh, how many is that? Three uh, d six. Okay. I got a five and a three and a four. Yeah, that doesn't sound like Kim Jelly. Oh, well, he's not wrong about that. But nonetheless, we at least know he went to Bogmire. So why don't we go there? What does everybody else think? Should we find our friend? I'm fine with leaving the town we just dropped a meteor in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing is I really am not sure how much longer we're going to be welcome here. Oh, no, I, I left a note saying it was somebody else. Oh, that's good. I mean, when they get there, they're just going to find a bunch of dead trees, maybe. And a note saying, hey, we did it. What? The, 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 you put it on the trees, right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it didn't say, like, our names. It said we. Well, right. You wouldn't write your own name and put it on yourself. Right. That's stupid. Yeah, who does that? <laughs> Unless it was, like, a name tag. Right. Um, then you would write your own name and put it on yourself. But that's not the situation here. Hello, my name is The Guilty Party. Right, right, right. Well, I'm just saying, like, if I was writing uh, a letter and it said, like, I love farts. I would tape that to myself, and then everyone would know that I love farts. Or, oh, oh my God, what if I taped it to someone else? They'd think they love... Well, I guess really that's what we did. We taped a note to... Well, that's... Hey, we don't know that they didn't do it just because they were dead at the time. I mean, really, they did do it because if they would have resurrected properly, it wouldn't right. have been a, uh, an issue. I told you, so you can't bring you can't bring tree souls up. By the end of this, I'm going to prove it to you. We're going to bring a tree back to life. I'm very confident of that. No. After that hour-long discussion, Balsa Basswood now has nine health. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, 
you, I guess you can edit this, but I just gave it to you. Uh, all right, let's go to Bogmar. All right, so you all start wandering through the swamp, and along the way, you run into your good friend, Kim Jelly, with an empty chili bowl. Oh, well, this is perfect. It means we didn't have to go all the way. Kim, Kim, how you doing, buddy? Hey, friends, you missed some really good hot chili. Yeah, we're uh, we're pretty bummed about that. Um, is, is the bowl still hot? Eh, it's warm. Uh, I'd like to heat the bowl. Heat or eat? Heat. Oh. With magic. All right. I feel yep. like you can probably pull that off. All right. All right, the bowl becomes warm. Er. There you go. What? What now? Now he's just a hot bowl. Are you just proving that this was a waste of his time? <laughs> He said he had a cold bowl earlier, but he ran off. I had to resurrect a pig. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it worked a lot better when Chili was in it, probably, but that's okay. Um, uh, it's fine. I found a magic man who was more than willing to heat the chili for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. Um, what did you, uh, you... You went into the Swamp of Horrors? Yeah, he just asked me for a favor, and I said, sure, no problem. I do favors all the time. So what favor are you doing for him? I don't know. He said He didn't say... You seem a bit shy. Here's the thing. We just heard a little thing or two about maybe like a skeleton being ripped out. So we're just, we're kind of thinking like maybe that might happen. Well, clearly my skeleton is still here, my friend. So I don't know what you're worried about. I don't want Jay to die, but it would be really funny if his skeleton just, <laughs> just, just for the sake of chili. Yeah. Just ripped out. <laughs> um, like climbs out of his mouth. All right. Well, so here's where my head's at. Um, I, I, uh, as much as I want to go to this tree brothel and I really do, we've kind of caused a lot of problems here <laughs> and we've also gotten into a significant amount of just really kind of dark shit. Um, <laughs> So I'm sort of thinking maybe it's time for us to start moseying on away from uh, the new Jacksonburg area. It seems like a place rife with problems. <laughs> I think uh, we've caused more than we've solved. So yeah. So uh, what do you guys think? Should we should we maybe waltz on out of here? Well, what about that scholarship? I thought you two had your heart set on college. Well, no. no, no we've already gone to finishing school. Like, <laughs> it was more about the the. <laughs> it was more about the monetary value of it. But again, um, I'm just kind of you know I have a bad feeling about really all of this. Uh, nothing has given me a good feeling since we've been here, except for the That's thought of bringing you didn't have tree back to life. I mean, I do really like the thought of it. Yeah, and I do want to go to that tree brothel. I just don't wait. Maybe we can tell me more about this guy who who you. Wh- how did he warm your chili? What did he do? Well, he had a, he was surrounded by real lives. He had quite a few of them at his disposal. How many? And one of the uh, maybe dozen, two dozen, something like that. It's not that far <laughs> off from eighty. Uh, no, it's not. Okay. But he only needed one to reheat my chili, so I handed my bowl of chili to the one real life. And the real life took my chili. We had a short conversation, and that's when I noticed the voodoo man was just a wee bit antisocial. And then the, the real life bought my chili back, and I ate it. And then I ended up in this beautiful forest. Okay. That was a little longer than I needed, but it still got most <laughs> of what I wanted. Um, so I guess the real question, and I can just put this to the group. Um, assuming that we can leave, and nothing uh, otherworldly or spectral prevents us from leaving... 
we could leave. I think that's one option. We could just call it a day and, uh, and you know, the job well done. If we really wanted to bring ourselves a relaxing narrative close here, we could go kill the voodoo man and take his undead or real lives and uh, just bring them back to town and claim we did it. Are you suggesting that we kill the man who is kind enough to warm my chili? I have a feeling... That's a good point. I have a feeling that uh, there will not be an equal exchange um, for that. I would... It'd be great. I'd love to imagine a scenario where he comes back to you later and is like, Hey, you remember when I warmed that chili? Well, I'm going to need you to heat up this loaf of bread. Or maybe like, Hey, my... uh, my this drink's been out too long. It's warm. Cool, cool it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't I think guess it's like that, that. Yeah, that would be more equal exchange. So Please really... take it to the warming district where I'm not welcome, but <laughs> right. it will get colder. Take it to the warming district where it will chill down a little bit. I like the idea that our wonderful adventure was getting chilly warm. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pretty compelling story for everyone. It's true, and we are uh, we have been adventuring oh so long. Um, Let's go back to that brothel, have sex with some whores, and watch the parade. How much gold do we have? Let's see. Uh, 16, 22. No, we, uh, he's not with us. Wait, did we get Nix's money when he went to jail? Did he leave it with us? No, it was seized by the authorities. Damn along it. With him. All right, so it's in the evidence box. Hold the phone here. How much money does, uh, does Donovan Birdman have? I have several feet of rope. <laughs> yeah, that's less helpful. All right. How about this, guys? We got 67 gold between the three of us. Why don't we go back, see what that gets us in the tree brothel, and then in the morning we'll just see whatever this parade's going to be. How's that sound, everybody? I love it. All right, let's do that. We head back to town, and uh, we're going to the tree brothel. So if you're going to spend all 67 gold, you are going to have the night of your lives. Well, that's... (laughs) Should we just do that? Why don't we? Why don't we each pitch in ten? How's that sound? All right. Sure. Every, moderate, everybody pitches in ten gold at the tree brothel. You'll have a pretty good time still. I kind of want to have a better time. Oh, I mean, you'll have a great time, but just so you know, sixty-seven gold would have got you one hell of a time. <laughs> what do you guys think? What do you want? How much do you want to spend? All of it. All right, let's do it. 67 gold. Uh, well, hey, hey, hey. He's not speaking for all of us. I need some of that gold for beer. Okay. And arrows. I think that comes in with the Yeah, package. there will be beer at the This bottom. is a full package yeah. deal. Like, hey, oh, you're, you're going to have parlor house. You'll probably have a meal, champagne. Yeah, but we're going to need, I'm going to need like more alcohol in order to do things in the future. Well, then you're asking to get back to work after. How much gold do you want left <laughs> over? Uh, th- how much did you say I had? You have 24. I want four gold left over. All right, so you're giving up 20. Okay, I think that's reasonable. So only 63 gold for the tree hooker. Wait, what does he have to contribute? Uh, hey, so, so, uh, so, buddy, I remember, uh, back in finishing school, I lent you, uh, I lent, lent you a couple gold, like... Oh, oh, yeah. this is why you came back. <laughs> I see what's yeah, going on Yeah, about, here. so... As much as I'd love to help fund your uh, adventure, but I was wondering if maybe you could just pay me back a little bit of that now. Like, you know what? We had a lot of fun back in the day. Let's go get your little bird dick sucked. <laughs> hey, you know, and and if we're paying this much money for whores, that rope might come in handy. That's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. Off we go. Da, 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 da. All right. So for 67 gold in a new Jacksonburg tree brothel, you get the best of the best. 
You get fine drinks, fine food, pleasant conversation with all the tree hookers, and then the hardest, roughest, skin thrashiness pounding you've ever had in your lives. Broken femurs, sliced up skin, all sorts of horrible, horrible, but titillating tree action. Bossa heels to fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to affect Bossa. Oh, no, I mean, he just has regular, you know, consensual tree sex, but the rest of you well, guys... Maybe he, gets a, maybe, maybe he gets a tree STD. Everyone else takes five damage. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. <laughs> but what a way to go. I, I oh, think God, you have hollow bones, don't you? You might not make it. <laughs> That'll be fine. But what a way to go. It's satisfying. It's satiating. <laughs> now, you all have, like I said, the night of your lives. It'll it'll take one hell of an event to top the kind of adventure you had this evening at the tree brothel. Well, there's nothing like after a night of uh, tree botchery? of insane uh, <laughs> uh, dendro-related sex. There's there's nothing quite as as uh, wonderful as waking up and watching a parade. So I, for one, would like to do that. All right. So you wake up the next morning a bit hungover, but feeling great. And you step outside, and it's a beautiful day. Oh, the real, the real days that summer is made out of. And you head to the center of town, and there's a whole bunch of people gathered up. It's clearly the event this town waits for. And uh, up at the front of the town, there's a, there's a pulpit, and there's a gentleman standing on top of it. He's, uh, he's wearing a troubadour hat and a candy-stripe robe. And he kicks off the festival. He says, Friends! Townsfolk, my brothers, welcome, welcome to the Parade of the Damned and our Day of the Muertos. So, gather round, gather round, let us begin. So today, we shall kick off the event with the Parade of the Damned, followed by a burning of the effigy of hated town pariah Boswell P. Brickleburg who notoriously desegregated New Jacksonburg's schools and housing during his tyrannical reign as mayor. Now to commence the event, a few words from our mayor, Boswell T. Burby Brickleburg. <laughs> and a rather uh, unhappy-looking man steps up in front of people, and they boo him, and they throw eggs at him. Well, that's hardly called for, but I would like to begin the 103rd Day of the Muertos with our annual... Raising of the dead, and he points to Bronson, who's just soaked with sweat, and he looks at you guys, and shrugs his shoulders like, I do, what do I do? Yeah, we, 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 didn't, we didn't really figure it out. <laughs> I know, I'm not showing off the Oh dear God, oh dear God. I know, I know how to get you some warm chili if you need some. He starts to cry. <laughs> All right, all right, I can do this, I can do this. And he reaches into his robe pocket, and he blanches. The scroll. The scroll, I don't have the scroll! And already the people are starting to get get unhappy. They start booing and yelling, and he frantically searches himself. Oh no, this is the end. This is the end, I can't do it, there's no scroll! And the people get real upset with him, and they, they grab him. And they start dragging him away. Oh, that's a real shame. We should probably uh, we should probably produce that scroll. What scroll? 
Bye, Bronson. Wait, if you hand it, if you hand it to me, I'll hand, I'll handle this. Can I? Can we do that? Uh, I'm tempted to say no, but I guess I do owe you money at this point. Yeah, I was gonna say after that, after that night in the tree thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I have the scroll. This isn't an actual scroll, is it? No. Okay. No. Making sure. You're lucky we went to finishing school. Together. I have the scroll, uh, and well, here's what I do. Are you ready? Are the, where are the townsfolk? Uh, they're still carry, carrying away Bronson. Right, right. Okay, okay. All right. So I, I deftly uh, look on the ground and I, uh, like, I pretend like I just found it. And I go, wait, 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 hey, hey, guys, look, is this the scroll? Bronson looks at it. Oh, oh, thank God! It thank fell out God, of your pocket, scroll, you, d- you, you dum dum. Oh, thank you, Mister Bear. There thank you, you. There you go. Give that a little, little reedy roo. Oh, he, his hands are shaking as he. As he opens it. Always clumsy, that Bronson, but heart of gold. Oh, all right. All right. Bronson, you can do this. And he begins to recite the scroll. Oh, before he goes, uh, real quick, I, I put both of my bear paws on his shoulders, and I say, the real magic's inside you. <laughs> you didn't need the scroll, Bronson. You didn't need it at all. But now that you have it, I know you're going to do an incredible job. Thank you, my friend. Yep. Your confidence means everything to me. Yeah, I'm going to stand back here. Okay. Yeah, stand back, because there will be so many real lives that there won't be room for all of us. <laughs> yeah. And here we go. Here we go. It begins to recite the scroll, and magical energy begins to swirl around him. That's how you say that word. Hmm? Why was he reading the scroll? Oh. Oh, that's what that one was. <laughs> and then the, the skies begin to cloud up, and thunder begins to roar... And then the ground turns white, hot white. Sparks begin to rise, and and then a single hand rises up from the ground, and then another, and then another, and then no more. And three real lives crawl up from their graves. Gave it the old college try. Alright. That's pretty good. And people look... Well, that fucking sucks. <laughs> it would have been better if he raised no real lives at all. Oh, whoops. That corpse is the guy who molested those children. This is unacceptable, and they all start booing and yelling and throwing stuff, and they re-seize Bronson and carry him off again. Uh, is there a chance I could run in and get that scroll back? Oh, uh, the scroll is consumed by oh, you. Okay, there we go. And they start yelling... And they take him to the center of town and they throw him on the pyre meant for the effigy. And boy, does he catch. And he burns. And burns. And then he's done for. Well, that's a shame. (laughs) I I think we should go and get that uh, scholarship anyway because he won't be getting an education now. I'm not not sure where we get it from. (laughs) Well, yeah, the problem with getting money from the person... It was his money, so... Like, Let's ask where his wait. house was. I can deal with... We, I have an idea for that later. Let's... Well, what now? Like, what now? What do we do now? I think that was the... Uh, oh, that's the townspeople? The official townspeople. One uh, Mash stands up on a barrel. He says, townspeople, townspeople, hear me. Do they turn and hear me? Yeah, they look at you a little skeptically, but sure. Don't you see... Raising the dead. I know where to find someone who can raise more dead people for you. No, don't. <laughs> that man in the dress is going to find someone to raise our dead. Yay! <laughs> okay, if you're hell bent on raising the dead, 
We might know someone who could do it for you. You have to ask yourself, do you love raising the dead more than you hate I get so much races? money whenever that happens. Consider that for a moment. But while you consider that, I have a follow-up question for you. So don't answer that question yet. Here's a better question. Can trees be brought back to life? <laughs> Their souls are too heavy. Don't you talk. I'm asking the people. Can we just have a vote? Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you think trees can be brought back to life. One man raises his hand. Of course trees can be brought back to life. And then another guy steps up and pushes him. And no, you idiot. Their souls fall back into the dirt and they turn into grass. And another guy steps forward and says, no, you're both wrong. They don't have any souls. And a huge gas goes up from the crowd. Did he just say what I think he did? And then a brawl erupts. Uh, well, this is probably a good time for us to I, I, I think the only way to disrupt this brawl is to give them the parade that we, they deserve. So I'm headed to Bogmire. <laughs> All right, uh, Kim Jelly leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a... I like the idea of an ending where we, uh, where we uh, cure racism... <laughs> And unite with our love of dead people, but... I was going to try to go to Bronson's estate and illusionarily make my face look like his and be like, yeah, I need my uh, scholarship money real quick. (laughs) Which race are we upset about here? I thought they were mad at the bog people. Well, the bog people are uh, a mixed community. Right, right, right. I was just going to tell the the voodoo man that um, I think... Let's see if we can melt his heart of gold. His heart of ice. (laughs) Do we want to do that? I, I, are we really done in this town? Are we really just going to leave the town's people brawling? This feels like yes. a pretty natural end. Well, it's funny because I actually anticipated the next adventure would also take place in New Jacksonburg. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like I feel like we need to have a better resolution. All right, this. let's go. Let's go talk to the voodoo man and <laughs> see if we can convince him to have a parade real quick. Can we just kind of speedily walk over there? All right, all right. You go and find you go and find the voodoo man in the swamp before. Um, uh, hey, hey, voodoo man! You remember me? We it's crashed me. through his fog today. Uh, uh, Mr. Look, look. Jelly and I, friends. I, I, and I know you're a bit balsa shy. Bass oh, balsa! Hey, <laughs> you do the talking, balsa. Voodoo man, it's late. Get your ass to the middle of town and summon some goddamn real lives. Or I'm gonna take my wooden hand Wait. and shove it up your asshole. Voodoo man, voodoo man. I was really hoping we could my do this like through love and unity, but it's a little caustic. But I'm sure every person that witnesses the terrain will be just as willing to do you a favor as I was. That seems that seems uh, probably like something that could happen. <laughs> Alright, alright. You've warmed this old supernatural, supernatural <laughs> cautionary tales heart. I'll go raise the dead for the people of New Jacksonville. Hip hip hooray! <laughs> and he throws out his coat and he pulls out his trumpet and he marches into town with an army of the undead that puts on a real, real parade of the damned. Now, granted, these damned might eat a few people, but other than that, it's still a great, great day of the muertos. And, and hey, the, the... be a part of the parade. The, the, the dam that ate the other people, uh, they could use those people next year as part of the next parade. Very true. I mean, the ones that didn't get eaten too much, but yes. <laughs> All right. Well, is everybody happy then? Uh, I, I guess so. I don't I think mean, a lot of people I, are very I, happy at the end of that. I, I think the voodoo man still has my soul, but good enough. 
you owe him a favor. <laughs> yeah, we'll see I how that favor. shakes out some other time. <laughs> All, right. All right. That is Danger in New Jacksonburg. calling that one <laughs> i like it <laughs> danger in there was a lot of danger in new jacksonburg it was a dangerous time uh it really wasn't except for the way you guys made it turn out <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh i think that's gonna put a nail in that coffin so uh hey folks ladies gentlemen whoever's listening to this let's be kind, candid gentlemen gentlemen <laughs> gentlemen if you enjoyed our podcast today i think you should go subscribe to it on uh, itunes on google play wherever podcasts are sold or distributed uh and when you're done with that make sure you come back next time time uh to see what else happens in, in new jacksonburg new for the sequel unity in new jacksonburg assuming that's where we stay so yeah i don't know at this point all right well uh pip pip tally ho uh and i think with that we're out.